the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. It is hump day. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, we are streaming live right now on uh, Facebook, and I am seeing the comments right there. We don't have the iRig connected. We will get that hooked up, so hopefully you'll be able to uh, hear the Facebook live stream in just a moment. Um, okay, so much that has happened today. Follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Andrea K Show. Um, also on Instagram at Andrea K Show, I'm going to be sure to start getting on Parlor more than I have been. Um, okay, so breaking news today. So we had Ron Johnson, Department of Homeland Security, um, had hearings today for the uh, the fraud. I mean, I, it was was it necessary to actually do hearings today? I mean, couldn't they have just basically replayed all the testimony that's taken place all across the country from Pennsylvania? to um, Washington, uh, to uh, Wisconsin, as well as Michigan. Uh, We have had endless press conferences laying out the fraud. But nevertheless, nevertheless, given the fact that we had governors in all these states going around certifying electors as as fraud was being presented, evidence of fraud was being presented to the American people, the Republican-led Department uh, Committee for Department of Homeland Security had some hearings today. I don't know if my partner in crime here had a chance to hear any of because he's busy here during the day. Um, but we're going to get into that tonight, some some highlights, share with you some of the highlights that went down today. We've got updates on in San Diego and breaking uh, judge ruling today that hopefully is going to bust our businesses wide open Bust, bust things wide open for businesses to be in business. And we're also going to talk a little bit of pop culture because we spent a lot of time talking about Mussolini and all these dictator governors around the country and what they're doing with their with their mandates. Um, but they wouldn't be allowed to get away with it if it wasn't for the mask holier than thou crowd, as well as those that are overly compliant. So we've got lots to <laughs> we got my partner in crime where there's making me laugh. We got lots to talk about tonight. 888-344-1170. The vaccines are rolling out. Are you prepared to take yours? And that's a question of the night from my friend, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard, only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swap. 
Yeah, I'm going to keep... Oh, sorry, I had my mask on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just threw that mask as far away as I could throw it. I'm going to keep playing that liner every night because that really just speaks truth to what this election was all about. Trump worked so hard and did so much to get us to where our country was finally put first. Now we're just going to throw that all away? Oh, I don't think so. Well, that's what the that's what the Republican Party is hoping for as well. We've of course some, they are. We've got a few heroes in the Republican Party. Mo Brooks from the House of Representatives, he said after Mitch McConnell yesterday, he said, oh, not so fast, uh, cocaine Mitch. There are those of us in the Republican Party, some of us in the House, uh, him in the House, as well as other senators. He says it only takes one person in the House and one in the Senate to contest the electoral votes. And he plans to, in fact, today... Uh, he ha- has started drafting a letter to ask for congressional hearings. What we heard today was hearings specific to the de- Department of Homeland Security. And what Mo Brooks is asking for, he's already said that he would contest these electors on January 6th. In the meantime, he's getting signatures from people in the House as well as the Republican Party to demand congressional hearings that would be run by the leadership of Nancy Pelosi, in uh, the House of Representatives and Mitch McConnell in the Senate, because at even 30, uh, almost 80 percent of Republicans. Uh, and it should be 100 percent of Republicans believe that this election was flat out stolen from President Trump. 30 percent of Democrats believe it. And let me tell you, you Democrats out there, you Biden supporters, you better hope you should be if you actually believe. If you actually believe your man won, then you should be begging for a proper audit to be done, for a proper investigation, as Mo Brooks said, an investigation over every one, every one of these fraud allegations, because otherwise your dude ain't getting crap done in the next four years, let me tell you. Because all you have done with this theft, and same message goes to you Republicans, all you have done is aggravate us. Larry Clayman's going to be coming up after the break, and he's got a book out, Larry Clayman. He was the founder of Judicial Watch. Now he's the, the, also the founder and runs Freedom Watch, and he's got a book out about the second revolution. It's time for a revolution, a peaceful one, because we're not like the Democrats. We're not like these mask holes that go around trying to, trying to get in people's faces or like BLM that goes and burn, burns thing down, things down. But it is time for a revolution. Robert Burns put out a tweet today. He's the attorney, one of the attorneys who helped Nicholas Salmon. He said, what you are witnessing with the GOPE, including Mitch McConnell, Fox, etc., is that they really think they can completely move on from Trump, keep Trump's voters, and suffer no consequence at all. He said they are really that dumb. Just see the incompetent campaign for the senators in Georgia. Speaking of the senators in Georgia, oh, before I get to that, Josh Hawley, who I'm a fan of most of the time, I didn't like him partnering with Bernie Sanders to try to get another relief package done. Well, what we need is we need arguments every day at the House of Representatives by Republicans as much as possible, as well as the Senate, to be stopping the unconstitutional power grab shutdowns that are destroying businesses. There is no business owner that can survive with a $1,200 check right now. And if they can, they're probably like Gavin Newsom's plump jack that's already gotten $3 million when they should have only qualified at the most for hundred grand. Okay, maybe they're happy to take another $1,200. But Josh Hawley said today, 74 million Americans are going to go away and shut up. We're just not. This is not 2016, where we're just a bunch of idiots that bought a bunch of lies fed to us by Adam Schiff and, and, and Swalwell. There's a good portion of the, of the population that made their votes clear, whether it was Biden or whether it was Trump. And Andrea, I've been reading a lot. People do not trust the, elect, the election process anymore. They're well, done. Well, how can you? 
And, and what they what they outlined today was everything in, in excruciating detail from the Postal Service workers, what they saw, the amount of dead people voting, voters voting multiple voters um, voting multiple times. Like I think it was like 40, 14 or 40,000 in, in the state of Nevada alone. Dead voters, the Dominion machines, the ballot harvesting, the observers not being allowed in. We know what happened in Georgia and Fulton County and that crap weasel Republican secretary of state ordered signatures audits done in Cobb County, but would not allow for signature audits or any auditing to be done in Fulton County, where we saw on video them hustling the Republican watchers out, observers out, and then pulling suitcases worth of ballots out from under tables. We know, the American people know, even Democrats know, that this was a heist of an election. As Mo Brooks said, we cannot have a republic without free and fair elections. And you Republicans are out of your mind if you think, even Romney said today, and he was grousing, he was gnaw-boning, he was aggravated when he said Trumpism isn't going away. That's right, because it's really not about Trump, which is why you didn't understand and why you lost in 2012, because you're part of the one-party rule. You don't understand the MAGA voter. Trump represents us. No, it's, it's about America first. It's about America. And we get The only reason why you got to vote, the only reason why Mitch McConnell, the only reason why any of you Republican establishment types have gotten a vote since 2010 is because it's it's the choice between we know, for example, Leffler and Purdue down in Georgia. Do you know that that Leffler said today when she was put she was put a point blank, if you win your runoff on January 5th and you retain your Senate seat, will you dispute the electoral votes that Kemp signed into for Georgia and she wouldn't she wouldn't uh, 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 commit to it. Oh, I did not hear that. I'm sick to my stomach. So what's her camp what so really? Really? This this is what we've got for the Republicans? So basically the sales pitch for us is, hey, vote Leffler and Purdue. They're worse than Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton, but they're not as bad as the communist AOC and uh, Eric Swalwell, who's a Chinese, who's sleeping with Chinese spies. I'll tell you, Andrea, they both had a golden opportunity when Trump campaigned so hard for them, said that they were great people, invited them up on stage, and they both basically looked at President Trump in the, in the face and spat at him. Well, and, and it shows how stupid they are, because right now, Stacey Abrams already has more absentee ballots ready to pull out of suitcases under a table with uh, using the same systems, the same absentee ballots. Everything that, that caused the fraud in Fulton County remains. Does this woman really think, are you so dumb, lady, that you actually think that they're not, that they're going to, that there's a, even a shot, no matter how many people show up, that you're going to win? Are you, are you, uh, the, the fact that you're not willing to say that shows, I, I, I'm actually wondering if they're not, they're not promised some money to throw the race. Oh, probably. And, and, same, and, same system, same result. And then what, then what Mitch McConnell can do is blame the voters. Well, you know, we could have won this. The voters just voters didn't, didn't it turn out. fraud. The voters just didn't turn out. So then we got this guy Krebs shows up from the Department of Homeland Security today to doing uh, Obama speak. This was the guy Trump fired who said this was the safest election in American history. He, you know, it's no different than Obama saying there's not a, the one to smidge a scandal in my administration. This is what we had today. Well, let me tell you, I am excited that we still have I have hope. Because we have a few Republicans like Ron Johnson, a few Republicans like Mo Brooks, a few Republicans like Ron DeSantis is the great governor who's pushing back and he's refusing no matter how many times he gets asked to declare a Biden president elect. He won't do it. And, and he's God's fighting. on the throne. God, exactly. Um, 
One other point that I want to make before we go to about today's hearings. Uh, Rand Paul was brilliant today. He was absolutely brilliant in asking the questioning that he had with Ken Starr, I thought was a highlight. Um, because one of the things that he said was that these court rejections, about 60 court rejections, um, they hid behind technicalities like standings in order to deny hearing the cases. But these these courts did not at any point say that there was no fraud. They never heard a case about fraud. They never, there was no, there was, in fact, at one point he said one of the courts denied, or it might have been one of the Trump attorneys, said that the courts denied their their request or denied their case um, in, in, in a matter of minutes when they had submitted like 4,000 pages and there was no way that they could have even bothered to review it at this point. So, you know, one of the things that conservatives need to stop doing, and I've and a lot of friends of mine who kind of poo-pooed some of the fraud stuff and were immediately ignoring the fraud and pushing to shame the Georgia voters who were saying, I'm not going to show up to vote unless you can, you promise me you're going to do something to stop the fraud. It was, oh, if there's fraud, if the Trump campaign has fraud, take it to the courts. How many? How long have I been saying you cannot trust the courts? Got to get them out of the Ivy Leagues. Yeah, we got to get we, exactly. We've got to stop going to justices at any level that are that are from the swamp that have been educated in any of the Ivy Leagues, and we cannot stop relying on the courts. It is time for the Republican Party to be told we may have to go and vote for Leffler and Purdue because we acknowledge that they're worse than Bill and Hillary Clinton, but at least they're not communists like AOC. And Swalwell and Hunter Biden. But let me tell you, the second after we go into the polls and we pull that lever, we are beginning primary challenges of every rhino that exists. And we're not going to give another dime to the RNC. I heard today that Karl Rove is collecting 15% of all the donations going to the fight the uh, this in Georgia and let's keep the Senate and all these Senate campaigns. The big push, all it's doing is lining Karl Rove's pockets. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to bring in Larry Clayman because he's got a book out right now that's talking about action. It The time has long since passed, and I've been talking about this, to sit back and complain or to think that it, our, our fight has to be just showing up to vote. No, we got to get active. And Larry Clayman will be here with very specific ideas for what we need to do. Don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Y'all know I'm not into barking. I'm into biting, right? I'm into action, okay? You know, I'd love to sit in here and talk with you guys every night, and I'm all about gnaw boning and getting inside and analyzing the issues and giving my opinions, but at some time, we got to go from talking about it uh, to getting it done. That's that's actually my family's motto. Talking about it ain't getting it done. Uh, So we got to get active, and so I'm super excited to have my next guest with me because he's actually got some ideas, some concrete solutions for what we can actually do. You say you want a revolution? Isn't that, wasn't there a song by that title? Larry Clayman joins me now. He's author of It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. And you might recognize Larry Clayman's name because he is the founder and former chairman of the uh, successful nonprofit foundation Judicial Watch, as well as current chairman of Freedom Watch. Larry Clayman, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you, Andrea. My pleasure. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Ooh. 
I think you're the first person to wish me a Merry Christmas on the show. Are we are we are we allowed this year in 2020? Because I know Fauci said you're not allowed to visit your kids over Christmas. Are are we allowed to say Merry Christmas? Uh, Looking at the recent reports, Andrea, if we say Merry Christmas, that may help spread coronavirus. I'm not sure. (laughs) So we got to whisper it. Merry Merry Christmas, Larry. Okay, so I was super excited to see your book and that you have written a book with actual. Concrete solutions, because we are in a mess, Larry Clayman. We are watching the destruction of a republic. Are we not with the theft of an election? We are, and the door is now open for all these radical leftists of every stripe, color, creed, race uh, to come in and to take over this government, to socialize it, to communize it. I don't believe the Republicans, God forbid, are going to win the election in Georgia. We're We're in a crisis. And the president, of course, was the subject of massive fraud. He didn't have anybody in the courts that would stand up for him. And the book is dedicated to Thomas Jefferson, who said, I think he was the most far-sighted founding father. He said, I'm against Article 3 of the Constitution because federal judges who will be appointed for life and unelected will ultimately become despots and tyrants, causing us to wage revolution about every 20 years shedding the blood of patriots. And he added, what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty? Now, he didn't want to see anybody dead. I don't want to see violence. But we are in a revolutionary mode right now. And you can see that we have no protector in government. Each state and the federal and the executive branch destroyed our president. The jesters, clowns, and criminals in Congress stuffing money into their pockets from lobbyists. Yesterday, Mitch McConnell throws the president under the bus and acknowledges President-elect Biden. So we know where they're coming from. The Republicans would love to see Trump going as much as the Democrats to some extent. And then you've got these federal judges who get their job primarily through campaign contributions. They're bought and paid for. And now we have the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. It's three appointees. Gorsuch, Barrett, and Kavanaugh stabbed the president in the back like Brutus. So here's... And the American people are the ones that lose, you see, because we're on the verge of having a brain-dead president, having Literally. evil witch Kamala Harris come in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and this country is going to be taken over by the left. And once they take control, they'll never give it back. And they'll use the Justice Department, the IRS, every means to destroy anybody who stands up to them. And consequently, we are in a revolutionary mode. So my book makes, makes concrete suggestions written before you know, the debacle of this election as to what the American people can do to wage a peaceful and legal revolution. Let's try that before people who are not you and I, Andrea, take matters into their own hands. So let's uh, get into some some of your concrete solutions. We're talking to Larry Clayman, author of It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. Give me at least, uh, say, your top three suggestions, ideas, and then I want everybody to get the book and read it closely and, and, and put it in everybody else they know's family's Christmas stockings. Well, the primary suggestion, and I've used it before, I used it last fall. I represented Dr. Jerome Corsi. I kept him from being indicted in Mueller's witch hunt. Roger Stern was indicted. Corsi was not. Mm-hmm. And we sued Mueller. We took the offense. And we did a grand jury because Mueller and his prosecutors were threatening Jerry with uh, life, what would be a life sentence because he's in his mid-70s if he didn't lie and implicate the president in crimes. So we indicted Mueller for uh, suborning per- trying to suborn perjury, for 
illegal surveillance for illegal grand jury leaks. In 1992, Justice Scalia wrote a majority opinion in the United States versus Williams, where he said the grand jury belongs to the American people, not to the three branches of government. Go back to the old West with Wyatt Earp and those kinds of, of heroes. When they had to mete out justice themselves, and go to the Declaration of Independence, read that before you even read my book, Take the Revolution, which you can get at Amazon.com, where it says, in the course of human events, when the government ceases to represent the interests of the people, I'm paraphrasing, under the laws of nature, and nature is God, they have a God-given right to alter or abolish their form of government and to form a new government, fine for the people with inalienable rights in pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. So you put that all together, and you see that we, like the colonialists and the founding fathers in 1776, whose legal system was stolen from them, just like it's been stolen from us, Mm -hmm. taken back to England with the yes-men on the bench, and that's what we've got, yes-men on the bench right now, federal judges, that they had to take matters into their own hands. And I would say, Andrea, that we're in worse shape than we were in 1776. At least yeah. King George III was not a socialist or a communist or an atheist. Right. I think he, he, it, it was, uh, he's an amateur compared to what we're about ready to face. So I say use citizens' grand juries. The Justice Department has become the Department of Injustice under Barr and Sessions. Comey wasn't indicted. Clapper wasn't indicted. Brennan wasn't indicted. McCabe, the Lovebirds, or... Nothing. Yeah, uh, the Bidens were declared off limits. So were the Clintons and uh, and the Obamas. I say we meet out justice ourselves, and we do it in a way that the Justice Department would do it if they were honest. And we have citizens' grand juries and hold the guilty accountable. We even have the right, as I say in the book, to try them, to sentence them, and even to meet out citizens' arrests. Of course, I would suggest peacefully and legally. And even if we don't succeed in doing that. We're setting an example for the American people that we control our destiny. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying turn off cable news. It becomes addictive. Get up off the couch and let's wage a second American revolution peacefully and legally before a bloody one breaks out. And I won't be the one that advocates it, but there are people in this country that have had it. And I think we're, we're headed in that direction. I think you're right. Um, my, I have as my cover picture on my Facebook page, my favorite quote from Thomas Jefferson, when tyranny becomes law, rebellion becomes duty. Because at the point in which we've got communists about to take over our government, we've already had communism happening in uh, since this coronavirus with these shutdowns. And, I, you know, for all the complaining that we have going on right now with Mussolini here in California, um, we the these these dictators wouldn't be allowed to get away with this if we were not already conditioned and already overly compliant and submissive to this government. You're right. We do not have to sit back and allow we, this is our government and we need to take it back. And there's a variety of different ways that we can, we can have rebellion and civil disobedience without, without bloodshed. And it is time for us to do it and at least try that first, because I know a whole lot of Bubba's in the South. I know a whole lot of ex-military and a whole lot of current military that are ready to take it to the streets. And you're the only person that I've seen that's got, got a book out right now and actually got ideas that allow us to take our country back without having it to get to that extent. But we also have a problem with apathy and in the, of too many Americans that don't really understand. We've got conservatives that don't even bother to vote, Larry, let alone have, pay attention to anything. Yeah, we've got some that are addicted to cable news, and then we've got others that are burying their heads in their sand. 
heads in the sand. In the final minute, wrap us up with a call to arms, a call to action on why people need to be engaged in this revolution and take the actions that you recommend. Well, the reason is is that we are now faced with a a takeover by radical leftists. They're going to be in the streets, Andrea, and they're going to be in front of your house. You know, in Beverly Hills, not too far from San Diego, just a couple months ago, they were on people's lawns with shirts, eat the rich, kill the rich. They're not just talking about the rich. They're talking about anybody that opposes them. And we have a right. And let me just say this. When I reprint this book and it comes to the second edition, I'm going to add this into it because it dawned on me. Charles de Gaulle in World War II, okay, when the Nazis occupied France and set up the Vichy government, the Nazi government, he had an alternative government in London. He ran the real government of France. We have a God-given right to say, government, there is no government, and to establish our own government. And, and, and let's take it back to Philadelphia and squeeze the leftists out, put it in Independence Hall. That's where it started, with the Congress, with the Supreme Court with the legislature, and in the extreme, I would say, we start with the citizens' grand juries, we try to meet out justice, we hold the guilty accountable, but if that doesn't work, then we go to plan B, which is basically to do what our founding fathers did, and say, we don't recognize this government, we're going to form our own. We could even have President Trump nominated as the president, like, like George Washington or somebody else, but at least it sets the example and, and educates the American people that this country belongs to us. Mm-hmm. It does not belong to uh, despots and tyrants on the bench who are yes men of people like Biden and Kamala Harris and others. And or the, or the, these the Republicans. Example, Excuse me, Larry, for interrupting Larry Clayman because i got to wrap it up. Or these Republicans that want to lie to our faces on the campaign trail, promise us that they're actually the party of limited government, promising us that they're actually the party of, of uh, individual freedom, individual liberty, and not a centralized government when it's just a uniparty system, promising us that there's going to be accountability and that they're not going to do, you know, it's just been a uniparty system. There's a few Republicans, maybe a handful that I can that I can actually say are actual conservatives, and the rest are just as bad as Pelosi to me and know better. And so I've got people. I agree with you completely, soul sister. I agree with you completely. Thank you. I've got got people that are telling me that we can't even launch a third party. We don't have any choice but to stick with the Republicans. And here you have just heard Larry Clayman. And Jerome Corsi's been on my show many times. And the approach that you took with him was you guys are both heroes. And I've said said this to, to Dr. Corsi many times on my show because you guys didn't roll over. And you showed you showed a blueprint of, of, of how to take your power back and that you don't have to submit. And we do not have to take the crap that's being spoon-fed to us. And we have got to get active and get off our sofas and turn off the cable news, stop listening to Fox, stop listening to the people tell you that there's nothing you can do and to put a mask on and shut up. Larry Clayman, thank you for being here. And I hope to have you back real soon, especially when you get a second, um, uh, you know, uh, follow-up to this book. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and take this resolution. Read it. it. Read the Declaration of Independence first. Andrea, I know you've read it. Yes. But I want the people to read it. This is more important than any court case or anything else to understand just how corrupt our government is and why we now need to take matters into our own hands. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, Larry Clayman. You guys get his book, It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. All right. Um, I held Larry over. Thank you for being here and letting me hold you over. We're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of the mask, holier-than-thou crowd, they're as bad to me as this new Cellini. And, it's, and, and speaking of taking our, our power back, it starts with taking off the mask. 
and not allowing yourself to be bullied in a store or any place else by it. We're going to talk to Kira Davis, who's written an article about that, that as well as Twitter's announcement today of uh, their plan, their announcement to ban uh, certain uh, content beginning next week. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. A-K, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. The Andrea K Show 8... <laughs> <laughs> I, we've had a couple little technical glitches here tonight, but you know what? That's okay because uh, nobody's nobody's going to get get an anaphylactic shock and, uh, and go into anaphylactic shock and need to be revived here. We're not doing COVID vaccinations. We're just doing. Oh, radio. not here. No, <laughs> we're just doing. We're just doing radio. Um, speaking of radio, I'm super excited to have my next guest with me because you know uh, we've been I've been talking of railing against these masks, the mask holier than thou crowd for a while, and uh, Kira Davis uh, is with me. She's written a, an article uh, called "Mask Holes Are the Harbingers of an Uncivil Future," and I thought, isn't that the truth? Um, she's also the the uh, host of a podcast called "Just Listen to Yourself." I love that title. Would you just listen to yourself? Haven't you wanted to say that to people, DJ Potato Skins? All the time. Well, she says that to people on her podcast all the time. God and, bless and, her. And it's kind of what a woman should have said. Did, did you see that there was a video, a viral video that went around DJ Potato Skins with some dude in some really jacked up dolphin shorts from the 80s following a woman around in a store? I she didn't have a mask. Yeah, well, you know what? Pre- preserve your eyes. You don't need to see it. <laughs> Kira Davis is here to to, uh, to to tell you all about it and what we need to do about these mask holes. I mean, I'm laughing. I'm in a, in a good mood tonight, but this is serious. Kira Davis, thank you for being here on the Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. So good to be here. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. Second guest in a Two, row. Yeah. Wishing Merry Christmas. <laughs> thank you I so much. I say it everywhere I go now. Wherever I go, it's like... It's just a little bit of holiday cheer. I was out with my 13-year-old daughter today, and she was like, why do you say it to everybody? And I'm like, everybody loves to hear it. Everyone's always surprised when you say it, too. Well, you know what? I think that's one of the issues with these masks. I, You know, I'm realizing that I haven't said it. We're like, what, 10 days away, 9 days away yeah. from Christmas, yeah. and I haven't said it. These masks are not just a tool for control and submission, but look at what it's – it's also a way to divide us, which the left loves to do. Um, it also, it affects your, your moods because we're not able to connect as individuals and smile. And right. I think that's one of the reasons why I'm just now realizing light bulb moment, moment, Oprah, that that's one of the reasons why I haven't said Merry Christmas. And, you yeah. know, these, these, this is a serious thing with these, these mask holes because, and what I loved about your article is that this is actually not a new phenomenon, what's going on with these individuals. This is just the same type of people we've seen in other iterations now using masks as a way uh to to act out their own crap that's going on with them and I, and after i read your piece today i started thinking kira davis that that as much as i despise what Mussolini is doing in california and i'm urging everybody to do the recall if we didn't have how, how much of the problem with these continued shutdowns is we've got little foot soldiers going around as these mask holes yeah Absolutely. Yes. As you pointed out, I pointed out in the article that it's my opinion, these people didn't just start with the masks. 
it's lots of these people were tax holes before, right? <laughs> they were the holes. type of people who are like, <laughs> you should pay more taxes and that'll make you a better person. Or they were enviro holes, right? <laughs> uh, we need to save the world. If you're not, if you're using a plastic bag, you're going to kill the world. The problem with guys like Mr. As you say, <laughs> Mr. Dolphin Short, the problem with guys like him are that he, it's that all these people are carrying the burden of saving the world because liberals and progressives always think they're the exceptions to every rule. And so they think that they, they think that you can't save the world, Andrea, you're too dumb. You're too conservative. Mm. You're too, whatever you you're too Republican, whatever you can't save the world. (laughs) Poor people, right? Right. Poor people can't save the world because they just don't know any better. They don't know how to act. Right. We'll just Mm like give everyone break. We can save the world, though, because we're good people and smart people and we're better than everyone else. And so if everyone listens to us, the world will be a better place. And that's why this guy got so upset. He wasn't just looking at that woman as somebody who's exercising her right to self-control. He was looking at her as thwarting his attempt to save the world. Mm -hmm. That's too much of a burden for a single person to bear and it's driving people crazy. Well, yeah, and you also point out in your piece that it has to do with denial of God as well. And so much of this is what this is about. It's like playing God all day. Well, if if you know if if we control the the population and tell them what businesses they can go into and how far they have to stand apart from people and what to cover their face with, then then it's govern then it's government. You know, then we can control whether or not somebody dies. No, that's what God does. And so in in doing this, they're also replacing God with state, which is which is a really scary, dangerous place to be. And you point out in your article that that's where tyranny can take root. And we see that playing out here. And I mentioned the skin color thing, because that's a part of the the savior thing, too, like saving the world is because now, even though the guy in the video um, was I think he was blonde. Um, we we have so many of these activists out supporting this Marxist Black Lives Matter movement are white people, and they think that they're saving the world for black people. You know, aren't they the same? Isn't this the same crowd? Yeah, it's a godless crowd. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And I know it's not, that doesn't seem like the academic answer or the elite answer. But to me, I mean, I, I've been a Christian for, I became a Christian when I was a teenager, I guess. I think this is true. I've thought this is true for 30 years, that what we are always trying to replace God. That's the original sin. The original mm-hmm. sin isn't that Adam and Eve ate an apple. The original sin is that they tried to replace God. They tried to replace God's judgment with their own. We've been mm-hmm. doing it ever since. We do it with all of our environmental issues here. We, we cannot accept that we are not the ones in control. We are only the managers. We have only been gifted this small moment in time, but there is an ultimate creator who, A, gives us the gift of this, of this earth, and B, grants us our constitutional rights. Once you remove God, the state can do whatever they want to you because humans need to worship something. Mm-hmm. And if there's no God, they'll worship the state. And that's exactly where mm-hmm. we are here in California, as you so deftly pointed out tonight, Andrea. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, the, the divisive thing, too, and as a Christian, I'm thinking back to Adam and Eve, and I'm thinking, and I've gotten controversy from saying this before, that, you know, I I, I also think if you if you take it back to Adam and Eve, I, I don't necessarily believe in the concept of races. I think it's a man-made construct meant to divide us, and I see that as part of this as well. Everything that's going on with the coronavirus— because now we even we even hear to take this conversation to the next level past masks that they're that they're going to roll out the vaccine.
vaccination uh, to people of color first. And, you know, and then I'm then I'm and, and that's upsetting a lot of black people out there because they feel like they're being used and being pandered to. And, you know, but it's but it's about so many of these mask hole type of people that, you know, um, feel as though they're saving the world by pandering to this particular community over here. And it's all about divisiveness. And it's all, you know, um, we used to unify in this country around Judeo-Christian principles and values. And, you know, and, you know, we're really one race. We're the human race. And we believed in God. And every bit of this going on is the cultural Marxist movement meant to divide this country. And um, President Reagan said in 1964, I think it was, that the inroads to getting Marxism over on us and socialism over on us would be through the healthcare industry. And that's, they've done it so beautifully. They've done it by, uh, with the shutdowns, 15 days to slow the spread. Then it was, you got to wear a mask. And then it was, you got to have six foot distancing. Um, then it was, well, we can't have people go to the polls. So then they used it to do the mail-in ballots. Uh, now they're using it by, you know, um, you know, doling out and, and dividing us among race with the distribution of the vaccinations. And it's, and it's all about, it's all about a Marxist movement to replace place God with state. And you're the only person I've seen connect the dots on all of it. It seems obvious to me. And I think once you, if you read a little bit of history and also you understand that all of this to me boils down to our refusal as a society to let God be God. Mm -hmm. And it is always man fighting the idea that there is someone else in charge. And that is why the founding fathers wrote the Constitution that way. And I know there's a lot of people out there, I'm one of them, who, is, who will say, yes, we've had all these problems throughout our, our history as a nation. And when the Constitution was written, it wasn't written for Black people. It wasn't written for mm-hmm. whoever. But that is the genius of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It was written for children of God. Now, yes. we are humans, and we're fallible, and we're sinners. So we have had to work really hard in this country mm-hmm. to restore the constitutional rights to people that we once robbed them from, right? Yes. Yeah. But it wasn't that those rights were never there. They were always there. We just had to restore them. The co- our, our framers framed the Constitution so that the, the government was limited, not God limited, not you limited, Andrea. Mm-hmm. They didn't see you as the problem because you want to eat dinner with your best friend on a Sunday night. You're not the problem. Government is. And this COVID thing has switched it all around. And I'm like you. It grieves my soul to see so many people, especially here in California, just just blindly accept this. Well, you know, the government says this is what we have to do. And it, it's just. It's destroying lives. It grieves me too. Yeah, and it's because it's destroying lives. We've got uh, children committing suicide across the country, mental health issues, substance abuse, domestic abuse. We've got even Redfield, head of the CDC, said himself more people are dying every day from the response uh, to coronavirus from the shutdowns than from coronavirus itself. And we've got to rise up. If we, if it, it, we do need to unify, I agree with the left when they say we need to unify. And the way we need to unify around is what we have in common, which is the U.S. Constitution and the greatest system of 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 governance ever in the history of mankind, which has led us to be the greatest force for good in the world, even though we're a very young country. And we need to unify around its ideals that don't have anything to do with anybody's age, anybody's sex, who anybody has sex with, how old anybody is, or what their skin color is, because we don't even know what... If you see these Ancestry.com commercials, it's like somebody is 8% this and 11% this and 12% this. We, We should be so past all of this divisiveness at this point 
Ukraine. And we need to reunify around the greatness of this country. And I think that's why they had to stop Trump, because 74 million Americans of all colors, ages and stripes all connected with that message. And it was really ultimately one of unity. Uh, Wrap us up, Kira Davis. I think ultimately the issue here is if we're dealing with these mass calls, as I call them, <laughs> if we're dealing with these people who want to capitulate to the government, look, my, my goal, I'm like you, I want to unify. So I want to hear out the other side, even if it doesn't always make sense to me. But after watching that video of that guy stalking that woman through the store the other <sighs> day and yelling at her, I, I said enough is enough. I think the way that we push back on this I think the way that we achieve unity is kind of the way Trump did it, which is by just telling the truth, by just being honest. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. The next time some a-hole yells at me in the store for having my mask below my nose because I can't breathe with it on, I'm going to tell them they're bullying me and I'm going to tell them to leave me alone. I'm not going to be quiet about it. I'm not going to walk away. I think more of us need to stand up and say enough is enough. I think that goes for dining out or going Mm -hmm. out wherever you want. If you want to leave your restaurant or bar open, leave it open. And if you want to go out to eat, go out to eat. The government can only make us do what we consent to. Absolutely. Well said. Here, here. You're in the running for my hero of the week. You're a not here. You are here to for a nominee for we hero of the stamp week. It now. We should. Kira Davis. Yeah. Uh, tell everybody how they can hear your podcast. Uh, you can find my podcast, Just Listen to Yourself. And Andrea, you nailed it. That's exactly why it's named Just Listen to Yourself. Because <laughs> I'm always telling people, just listen to what you're saying. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so it's Just Listen to Yourself with Kira Davis, of course. That's me. You can find that anywhere where you find your podcast. I also have a Hallmark podcast that I'm doing this season with my partner, Amelia Hamilton. It's called A Very Merry Podcast. And we it's a silly podcast. We just break down all the silliness of, of Hallmark movies. We have so much fun. You can find, you can find that. Yes, I, oh. we have so much fun. Oh my gosh, you I'm just always, made Andrea oh great ear to ear. Yes, I'm always busted on those movies. I can't wait to hear that. Oh my gosh, a Kira- very merry podcast. <laughs> you will love our podcast, then. and and we are Hallmark super fans, but we're very like it's ribbing, but in a loving way. And uh, also, you can find me on Twitter at Real Kara Davis, and of course, I'm editor at large over at RedState.com. So go over there, find my articles and the articles of all our other great writers. All right, thank you so much, Kara Davis. Appreciate you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I can't wait to hear that Hallmark podcast. That is so clever and so awesome. Your face looks like Christmas written all over it. It does. I'm so excited. All right. Stay tuned because we've got to tell you guys a a breaking uh, ruling here in San Diego. Breaking news that could affect all businesses. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Speaking of mascals, there's this old dude like in his 80s who jogs in my neighborhood I mean, like he could be upwards of 90 with a little reflective vest on. He's so cute. And I saw him out jogging today and he was getting lots of side eye from people because he wasn't wearing a mask. And I thought, if I see anybody say a a mean word to this old man here, it's going to get ugly up in here. And you'd be able to maintain your energy because of you taking your balance of nature. Well, he's obviously taking care of himself. So he knows you boost your immune system. I do mine with Balance of Nature. Go to balanceofnature.com. Free shipping, 35% off. Use a discount code HEALTH. 
and exercise like this little old man in my neighborhood. He probably didn't even need to take balance in nature. He probably eats right, too, because he exercises. Love you all. See you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time.